They just don't know what the hell that change looks like. I don't care how much you think you're happy sure. when you turn up on the weekends. If you were in that mindset of, oh, Monday sucks and Friday's the best, you're not happy. Welcome to Emily Jordan Radio, a podcast hosted and produced by me, Emily Jordan. I'm a health and life coach for women, a former fifth grade teacher turned artist, coach, writer, personal trainer, podcaster, and overall a creative 20-something just trying to honor who I am as deeply as possible. This podcast is a collection of motivation, inspiration, insight, and entertainment, and I hope that it can be a part of your pursuit to honor who you are too. Find me on Instagram at emilyjordan underscore coaching, and be sure to rate and review this podcast on iTunes or share it from wherever you're listening. Thanks for joining me here, and let's get started with today's episode. We're not perfect. Mm -hmm. We may be in a better space than most people, but we weren't always there. Yeah. But when you level up in one area, the rest of your life has to level up. You can't stay with one foot on the ground and expect to, to level up and rise and fly, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, no, it's not any of these external factors. I give permission to any and everything that affects me and keeps me grounded. Mm -hmm. I give permission to everything in my life to happen. You choose to change your nutrition or you choose to change the way you look at your body and your health and you take yeah. charge of that because yeah. you are. That's one of the little things in life that we are. It's little, but it's exactly. huge. Exactly, yeah, yeah. We're in charge of that. Now we're back to the beginning question. we've got you. <laughs> and I thought this is a three-hour podcast. Hello, happy day, happy morning, afternoon, wherever you find yourself in your day listening to this. I hope that you're at a place where you're ready to absorb some straight fire advice and motivation because y'all, this interview took me honestly so long to edit. And throughout that editing process, I just felt the fire reignite from this conversation with my good friend, Brittany Butonda. And I'm almost laughing as I say my good friend because on one level, that does not do this connection justice. Brittany's friendship for me has filled a hole I didn't even know I had or was possible to be filled by a single person. She's so motivating and inspiring and just laser focused on what she wants in life and what she wants from herself, which helps you feel the same way when you're around her. Um, and I know that you'll also feel that when you listen to this episode with her. She's so positive, but not in an obnoxious way, just in like a really real way. And we just have a lot in common and we get along really well. But I'm laughing because on the other hand, this interview was actually only the second time we'd ever even hung out or seen each other in person, literally. Brittany and I met on Instagram, and I know, what a modern millennial relationship, right? But no, I'm not even really one of those people who generally even comments or like DMs or really engages even with people on Instagram. I kind of suck at that. And honestly, I can't even remember how I started following Brittany, but we've been following each other for at least a year now. And for whatever reason, I just felt really connected to and really personal with um, Brittany's stories and her posts. And they're all, they still are, they were, and they still are just so normal and real and unedited and just like, this is her life and this is her doing her thing. And she's not ever trying to like glamorize it or make it look like something. It's not always like super posed. Um, she's not trying to put on a show and that's just super rare on social media these days. So yeah, you will hear us talk a little bit more about Instagram than probably normal people do just because A, that's how we met and B, that's also how Brittany runs a lot of her side business. It's a big piece of both of our daily lives. So I promise we're not just talking about Instagram because we are millennial girls enthralled by selfies and followers. Um, just a little background on Brittany too. She is currently a nurse in her quote unquote day job, but she's also an ambassador. Actually, that is probably not the right term. I should have checked with her on that, but she's a coach an ambassador, an amazing influencer and role model for the health and nutrition brand Herbalife. And I know you will want to follow her after you hear this episode, but if you want to check her out now, or if you're like me and you just really like having mental images of people when you're listening to them talk, go find her on Instagram. Her handle is at FitBritRN, that's F-I-T-B-R-I-T-R-N. And I'm going to link that in the show notes here as well. Okay, so fair warning also, Brittany and I both talk all over the place and can be pretty long-winded. So this might be an episode that you want to bookmark um, if you don't have a big chunk of time right now or you can divide it into two listens. You can save it for, you know, a long drive home, a shower, a nice walk, a run, something like that where you can really just enjoy the conversation because I swear it is so good and Brittany drops so much just like 
casual quote worthy stuff but this is a real chit chatty convo so I just wanted to let you know that ahead of time so you can make sure you're in a good listening space and before I press play pretty much right in the middle of our talk I want to set the scene for you Brittany and her husband Diego live in a beautiful apartment that is full of natural light and they were so kind and just showered me with all the caffeine and healthy drinks when I got there so in this chat we were just camped out on the couch in the sunshine drinking coffee and Brittany also made me some amazing turn up tea from Herbalife and I'm not even really sure now that I think about it if that's the technical name or if that's just Brittany and Diego's name for it but it was delicious so I'm having tea and coffee we're just having a conversation which is why I love how this episode plays out and there are a lot of reasons that I wanted to get Brittany on the show one of them is for her to share her own health journey and her own experiences so you guys can see that everybody is different and obviously what works for her as a nurse working three twelves is a lot different than what works for me as someone who kind of sets my own schedule. Um, I wanted to have her share her experience as a 20 something. Also just navigating all the milestones and challenges of adulting and figuring out her career and her finances and relationships and all that. And the biggest reason I'm so excited to have her as a guest is for her energy. She has the type of motivating, inspiring, absolutely contagious energy that we all need. And I know it's cliche given my job and everything I do and talk about and everything Brittany does, but she truly, truly has just a healthy energy, a healthy mindset, a healthy drive, a healthy attitude. And that's something that I know will radiate throughout this episode as you listen to it. So I'm so excited. Um, Thank you so much, Brittany, for being so real and honest and just willing to give some of your time on your day off to record this episode with me. Let's go ahead and get into it. And it all ripple effects on itself. Like Mm -hmm. it's if you're in a bad space in one area and you're not actively working Mm -hmm. on yourself in a positive way, then it just keeps compounding and it gets worse and worse. And that's when you find yourself in a deep, dark hole. Like you find yourself depressed. You find yourself anxious. And on top of all that, in in the midst of all that stuff happening, which all that shit's going to happen, does Uh, happen, will continue to happen. Like if you don't have a good sense of who you are and like who you are and feel confident in who you are, all that shit's like 10 times worse. And oh, I yeah. think like we were lucky enough to wind all the way back down to the bottom of like the thread and be like, oh, this, this is where is it starts. Mm-hmm. But so many people keep staying on the surface of like, I'll find a new job. I'll yeah. get a new apartment. I'll get a new boyfriend. External I'll factors. get new clothes. Mm-hmm. I'll buy new food. I'll try this diet. And it's like, go all the way back to the source, sister. Like, I know that yeah. it's scary and I know that it sucks, but go deep all the way down there. To. Fix that and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. People don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a fun thing to realize. It's like, oh shit, no. I might be part of my own problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's not what society portrays as normal. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. no one has problems on mm-hmm. Instagram. Nobody feels bad and shames their own body or looks mm-hmm. at other people and thinks, oh my God, I'll never look or act or talk or, yeah, or yeah. think like she does or he does. And so we're programmed to think that we're supposed to be in the highlight reel on a yeah. daily basis yeah. and we're not like that's not life literally like not even just on social media but take me through also the 20 something almost 30 something struggle of like feeling like oh I should have a house right now I should have oh kids right like I mean all those struggles of like you feel like even in your real life not just in social media there are these points you're supposed to hit these things you're supposed to be doing this life you're supposed to be living and it is so frustrating and that's just not how it worked out for me it's not how it worked out for you it's not how it works out for anybody yet we seem to think it does we seem to think everybody else must have it together and that no one else hit those potholes in the 20 something years so taking us and me through your own like career struggles you go to school you get a job and now you're a nurse but it's not what you love and it's not what you want to do for the rest of your life like what does that look like feel like how that happened man and you know that's perfectly timed questioning because yesterday I made a post about unrealistic expectations Mm, yes and how we have them for ourselves number one there should be no expectation for your life your expectation should be happiness Mm -hmm. like does this make me happy no is it okay that it doesn't make me happy absolutely like case in point you know nursing is something that I've been doing I've been at the bedside for 12 years people think that if you're not using your degree that you're a failure no like nursing has taught me so much about the comorbidities that people encounter and the fact that I've done coaching and I did worked on myself first Mm -hmm. and then saw the effects on myself, then my family, like 
I get to piece together the things that do make me happy, that do spark joy, mm-hmm. that do make me passionate and wake up excited. Mm-hmm. And I get to pursue that. I want to, and I get to, like, yeah. it's not a thing of, I wish I could. Mm-hmm. And so many people live in that space of, I wish I could do this, but then they don't think it's possible for them. So anytime anyone else talks about, oh, I'm going right. to do this. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, no, you can't do that. You went to nursing yeah. school. You have, you know, you went to and got your BSN. Mm-hmm. You wasted four years of your life. And I'm like, yeah. no, I didn't waste it. I have worked as a nurse for this many years and now it has expired. It's, it's yeah. time to change. It's time to move on yeah. and grow. Well, and that's super awesome that you have that perspective because I some days am there with where I'm at in my career, but most of the time, you know, admittedly more than not, I'm super frustrated by the fact that I, quote, don't have a career and that I don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to look like and that I, quote, <laughs> fail and, and all that, you know, but it's like, I think it's so cool that you're able now to have that perspective. And that would have been so helpful for me to hear when I was like in the thick of it, knowing yeah. that like look, you're going to be 29 and could still be in, you know, the same boat and, and feel happy about it. Like, yeah. I don't know. It took me a really long time to be okay with the, the whole expectation thing. Like yeah. I expected to be a teacher and like that was going to be it. And we were going to get married and we were going to have kids. And yeah. this is not what 25 was going to look like, yeah. you know, like, and for me to be smiling and saying that is a huge personal victory because three years ago I would have been like, holy shit, everything yeah. is crashing. And yeah. Yeah, so I think that's a cool... It's cool, too, that almost everybody goes on that journey and goes through that shit, and, like, nobody's careers, literally nobody's, turn out how they think they're going to turn out. absolutely But we all think that they do, so we're all feeling like they should. You know, it's like all of us are feeling this, like, I should be at this certain place, but why would we feel like that if everybody we talk to is saying the same thing? Yeah, I just moved with Diego, my husband, into a new apartment. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to be 30 this year. But the expectation of society is to own a house by now. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling somebody at work, oh my God, I love our new space and I'm decorating and this and that. And she's like, oh my God, you bought a house? And I'm like, no, I did not buy a house. Like, who has the money for that? I mean, Mm -hmm. people do. I don't personally. That's Mm -hmm. another thing. Like, I've learned to stop comparing my situation to other people's circumstances because we come from totally different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. There are so many factors that go into everyone's individual lives and why they have to or get to or mm-hmm. want to live the way that they mm-hmm. are and I don't have time to think about anybody's but my own so I basically was told that I'm stupid for paying rent in a space that's never going to be mine like yeah. I'm not earning towards it I get that it'd be mm-hmm. like paying payments on my car but I'm never going to own it right, right I totally understand that yeah. but I also embrace the space where I am mm-hmm. and am just grateful that I can afford to live in this beautiful apartment right mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. this is where I'm at at this moment in my life everyone's story mm-hmm. is different and we shouldn't feel bad or feel behind or feel you know any yeah. type of negative energy towards our current circumstance yeah. other than like here's where I'm at. This is not where I want to be or where I want to stay, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to get down on myself and, 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 you know, have that negative self-talk and like bash myself for not being where I want to be. I'm going to get laser focused. I'm going to write down my goals. I'm Mm going to make them as plain and clear as possible, no matter how uncomfortable Mm -hmm. they make me. It is probably some of the hardest work we'll ever Mm -hmm. do, but it's so rewarding when you get past, you break your own barriers and your own walls and you understand Mm -hmm. why you may have felt this way for so long, but you get to embrace changing that and moving forward with a new perspective. So I found Herbalife and the free workouts and just the whole nutrition piece that I was missing Uh when I was a new nurse. I was working night shift. I had gained like about 25 pounds of unhealthy weight and my friend was posting on social media and just posting like selfies about feeling good and just she looked radiant and we came from the same like at that time I was single I was 25 Mm -hmm. and I was kind of in a party girl lifestyle I found myself in this space where I was envious of anyone that looked happy genuinely happy because I wasn't Mm -hmm. so I started again with that inner work like there was this voice this little whisper inside of me that was like there's more there's Mm -hmm. more to it you were meant for more than this and I saw her posts and I was just so drawn to it and I watched her for months and yeah. was like, I'm going to message her. I'm just going to ask her what she's doing. And she invited me to this free workout in the area. And I was like, I do not want to go work out again. Right. I was yeah, like, yeah. I do not want to go yeah. work out. This is not the answer I wanted. I'm tired all the time. Why the yeah. hell do I want to go to a workout? Again, watched her for a couple more weeks. She kept looking happier and healthier and just glowing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, screw it. I'm going to go. That's- and I went to this free workout. No background of working out whatsoever. Actually, the thought of working out made me nauseous still does sometimes if I'm being fully transparent unless I know what I'm doing I'm like 
Uh-huh. I don't want to do it. Right, yeah. Hashtag leg day. <laughs> anyway, so I went I and I actually was on the way to this workout. I had the day off. I had the next day off. There was no reason why I should right, go. Right, right. But I almost turned around. Like, I almost allowed myself to be like, nah, ain't happening, Just because you, like, were uncomfortable? I was or, like, so uncomfortable yeah. with the idea of not only a workout, but a group workout. Right, like... I- and so I, I went, though. I made myself go. Because something inside me was like, just go, just mm-hmm. go. Like, mm-hmm. even if you crap out after the first 10 minutes, right. you have to push yourself and yeah. get uncomfortable because yeah. there was this, I had not done any personal development before this either. Like mm-hmm. Herbalife ex- like really exploded that concept for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, I had no idea why I was having this feeling of like, this is, this is going to get you uncomfortable in mm-hmm. a way that you need to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You need to shake things up. You want to get change. Yeah. You don't get change by staying the same. Yeah. So right. I went and I died multiple times. My soul <coughs> left my body maybe three times during that workout. But afterwards, we were doing like some stretching and, and just kind of, you know, I was catching my breath and <laughs> reminding myself, you're, you're still breathing. Yeah. Um, and they started sharing, like a couple of the coaches stood up and they were sharing like experience and just saying like, you know, whose first time is it? Um, so I was like, man, I want to learn more about this because at the time I was eating out three times a day, no lie. Like Diego, bless his heart, cooks, <laughs> he cooks our meal Three prep. times a yes, day? I was, I would go. So I, worked I was like, shift. how does this even realistically happen? night shift. So I did not cook, I was single. But no, so I was hitting Starbucks mm-hmm. on the way into work. Like before work, I'd okay. get Starbucks. And at work, we have a cafeteria. So I would get something at the cafeteria for, for dinner. Okay. And then on the way home, I would hit my favorite Hardee's for breakfast. Oh my God! The worst, like artery <laughs> clogger. I can't even imagine you this right? way though. Yeah. Right? But I mean, I had always been this skinny mm-hmm. person in all of my groups. And when I started my healthy journey, people were like, oh my God, why are you dieting? And I was like... I'm not, I don't feel like I'm dieting. I'm yeah. eating better because I felt like shit. Yeah, Let's be honest. yeah, exactly. Yeah, my energy was low. I was getting like depressed. I had mm-hmm. gained weight, and when you look in the mirror, and you, it doesn't matter what anyone else sees. When I saw something yeah. that I didn't like and I didn't recognize, I was like, oh hell no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. I mean, that basically kind of like I took a chance. I got uncomfortable. I went to this workout. I was exposed to a piece that I did not even know that I was missing. Yeah, the nutrition aspect. Okay, so you do your free workout, you get on your three-day plan, obviously you liked it because yes. you sell for them and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like oh how many gosh. years ago was that free workout? That was 2015. Okay, so four like years. four years June, ago. June 2015, so okay, it'll be so four almost years. exactly four years ago, yeah. and now you're like, like this is your life. You want yeah. to like transform your career, like why did it stick and like what does it mean to yeah. you now? Why is it still sticking? Well, first and foremost, it's stuck because I felt in those three days. So night shift, I don't know if anybody listening has experienced night shift. I know you have not. It sucks. It sucks so bad. So around 2 a.m. would start to crash. I mean, I would get just ridiculously tired. um, And I I don't know how I functioned before I changed Mm -hmm. my nutrition. So for me, I just, it it hit me one day. I was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and it's like that last lap that you have to go before you yeah. get out of there. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not tired. And all my coworkers were slumped. Yeah. I mean, people are literally trying not to fall asleep. It's like 2 a.m. and I'm running laps around my coworkers. And I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. is the business. This is for real. Yeah. So what made it stick for me was how I felt. Okay. And it was never, ever in my mind meant to be a business opportunity. Right. Ever. What happened was people saw a change within me. And I think that is so powerful. Yeah. If you just think about that statement, people witnessed me change. Not yeah. not physically. I'm not talking about the weight yeah. loss. I'm not talking about any of that. My personality, how I was showing up in life. Mm-hmm. I was happier. I was I was feeling better from the inside out. And yeah. it was it was being like it was like honestly a Surprise. light. It was a yeah. light shining. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so people want that. And people were like, what are you doing? What's in your shaker cup? Why Mm -hmm. do you have energy at 2 a.m. when we don't? And it started there. And I was just doing it for myself. Like I was buying my products for myself, making my healthy meal prep. Mm -hmm. And people started saying, well, what'd you prep? What, what are you making? Like, yeah. what is this recipe? Can you share this with me? And I was like, oh my God, people want this. Yeah, yeah. And I just mm-hmm. wanted people to feel better. Like, yeah. when you feel so But I good, think that right there is, like, pretty much sums up why it's up. Because yes. I want people to feel better. Because I felt better, so I wanted people. Absolutely. I mean, I think any coach or person in the health industry can point to that. Yeah. I felt better, so I want other people to feel better. That, period. Yeah. End of sentence. Exactly. You know? yeah, exactly. And yeah. if you can make income 
by making sure, people feel sure. better is that not the dream yeah yeah so for me it became that and i had probably been doing herbalife and nursing around a year and a half okay and i had built a substantial team and yeah. you get introduced to this nutrition that changes your life and how you feel on the daily basis which essentially is a life change mm -hmm. how you feel on the daily basis yeah. equals a life change yeah yeah i think people look at it differently than that i yeah. think people look at it as okay well i need to be in this place a year from now no mm -hmm. like if you feel better today tomorrow? than you did yeah. yesterday yeah. you're winning hun mm -hmm. like so you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's little things it's mm -hmm. little things like that so i had built this team and my team had built this income and I was at a point where, you know, I was working at opposite ends of the spectrum. So mm -hmm. here I am shoving prescription drugs down people's throats or peg tubes, right. whatever. Yeah. And they're miserable. Like every, all of my patients are just miserable. I don't really see anybody getting better. And mm -hmm. now that I'm in this space of like progress and um, positive outcomes, it's really hard for me to not be in a career that is positive outcomes based yeah i felt like i was living too i feel like i'm living two separate sure. lives yeah. because when i'm outside of nursing i get all this joy and fulfillment of preventative care and yeah. like because i do i still think of taking care of clients as giving care sure yeah in a way that's going to compound like exponentially like yeah. so for me that's just that's why i think i've become so clear on yes nursing is the career that i chose but it's no longer serving me yeah. and that's okay. But yeah, long story short, I had supplemented that nursing income and I got to a point where I was so miserable at my job. And so now the ultimate goal is to, you know, put that Herbalife income into a savings yeah. and open up a healthy cafe in the near future when I get the means. I can't wait. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm going to be your first customer. <laughs> One of your first customers. You've so many people rooting, yes. for, rooting for you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then... Speaking of like current situation, what are, and I'm going to include Diego on this too, because mm -hmm. Brittany's husband, Diego is like in your corner for yes. all y'all's like healthy pursuits and, and your business pursuits too. But what is y'all's current like health and fitness, um, approach habits? What are y'all doing? What are y'all meal prepping? What are y'all, what are y'all's workouts? Like, are, are you on a strict like three days a week? Are you on macros? Are you on like protein? What does all that look like for y'all currently? Because I also want people to see that like what I do is not what everybody does. Yeah. And there are, I don't put my stuff in containers and, and mm -hmm. use the same stuff, you know, so I want everybody to, yeah. I want people to see lots of different approaches. So um, what does that look like for you guys as a team and like all that yeah. kind of stuff? What are y'all doing now? Yeah, well, thankfully we are on the same page in terms of like meal prep is important to us and having a basic meal regimen mm -hmm. daily is like our recipe for success. Yeah. So what works for us is on our days off together, our Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, so on Sundays, yesterday, we went to Sam's and Walmart, and we make like a little grocery list ahead of time. We okay. try to get our protein snacks, um, and we come up with two meals. Okay. We make two meals for the week, and it ends up being five meals each. Okay. So we'll make like two of one, three of the other. Okay. We Pinterest everything. Okay. Like, it is not the same meal every week. I think that's where people mess up. Tell us what's for, what are y'all's two meals this week? Give us some ideas. This week, okay, we have two meals. Diego's not a fan of seafood, but I convinced oh. him to do salmon this week. I'm so excited. Yes, I love salmon. So we're having salmon, and we're doing, Diego wanted corn, okay. but he didn't want to give up the carb, like, because corn's a carb. Right. So we're doing corn mixed with cauliflower rice. Oh, okay, nice. Okay. And then we're doing like an asparagus medley. Cool. Um, mix that we found okay. from Sam's. The other meal is healthy Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Ooh. So he actually looked up, again, either Google or Pinterest, one of them, the mix for like the chick, to mm. how to make your chicken taste like Chick-fil-A yeah. chicken. And okay. so we're marinating that. We're going to grill those or like we have an air fryer that we okay. swear by. Um, and then we're going to use sandwich thins or or like the 100 calorie yeah. muffins, yeah. English muffins as the bread. Nice. Um, and then sweet potato fries. Okay. Okay. So I love this and I want to stop here because this is one of my big like food approaches that I will tell people when they're like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know how to yeah. eat healthy. And they're like, they feel like they have no idea. I'm like, girl, you know what you like to eat already. So this is a perfect example yes. of like... Think of what you already like to eat, what your cravings already are. Yes. Obviously, that's Chick-fil-A Chick for you guys. So, like, think of what you like to eat and how you can adapt that to make it better yes. for you. Like, It's all that's about such the a, nutrition label awareness. Yeah, and I yeah. think people are terrified. When Diego started teaching me about macros a couple of years ago, I was like, it just sounds so involved. And I right. don't want anything oh, to math. do with it. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, wait a minute. This is all on this. Like, this is what this label right. with all the numbers yeah. is. Yeah. And it's so liberating to it read is. it and say, oh 
oh my god, I'm not limited to anything that I'm not aware. You know, if right. I'm aware well, of like it, you said, I knowledge is power. In. Like if you know what you're eating, you feel yeah. so much less guilty about what exactly. you're eating. You have to have a baseline understanding of what healthy eating looks mm -hmm. like. This term, intuitive eating, and yes. like listen to your body. Yes, I love it when I don't think about it. I yeah. love, I love that feeling. I love the thought of being able to just listen to my body and eat. And I love that there are coaches that push that. Just mm -hmm. listen to your body, eat intuitively. However, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I love that this my yes, okay, it's we're a gonna get in there. Yeah. I, again, when I don't think about it, I love that. It would be so freeing if I just listened to my body and just mm -hmm. ate. And yes, there are weeks and months at a time where I track nothing and I just eat. It's yeah. fine. I get it. But, but you have an underlying understanding. Exactly. That's my thing is like if you just tell someone, listen to your body, eat intuitively without any knowledge, if that told... person is going <laughs> to eat cookies because my body says, yes. girl, stop at Chick-fil-A. You know, mm -hmm. like that's my intuition. I know that that's not healthy, yeah. but... I, I struggle with the intuitive eating. I feel like it's a trend now. Yeah. People are starting to push well, intuitive eating and listening to your body. So take over. Yeah. And, and I will say this is you don't have the ability to intuitively eat until you understand what your body needs. Okay. Yes. So if you had told Brittany hitting three fast food places in a day intuitively eat, I would be like, I am. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. It's making, and it's what, making me fat. Yeah. So the way that I did it is I had a meal plan basically set up for me. And mm -hmm. that's what I offer people too. Yeah. Shameless plug. Not really, but still no, like yeah. what I find with my clients is they need, they're, they are desperate for knowledge on a very baseline, yeah. like Don't layman's yeah. terms level. So what they need is a, I'm very visual and what they need is a visual. So mm -hmm. what I do is I send them this link to a wellness profile and it puts it into perspective for them, for somebody that's not thinking about why do I feel this way? Because a mm -hmm. lot of times people don't dig yeah. deep. Like I had to learn how to do that. You know, we had mm -hmm. to learn how to do that through personal development mm -hmm. and just really listening to what other people train on. And mm -hmm. then we're like, oh yeah, well that does make sense. Like we know what we want, but we don't know what we're doing to not achieve that. Yeah. So what this wellness profile quiz does, it's like seven questions. It identifies their age. It identifies like what current weight they're at, what their goal weightage, which mm -hmm. full transparency, I hate that question because when I started, I didn't have a goal weight. Yeah, yeah. I just want, I like, knew oh, that I wanted yeah. to lose some fat from my thighs and my stomach and I wanted to tighten up my arms. Like when the quiz asks for a, a goal weight, I, I hate that it asks that, but it also does put it into perspective for me as a coach. Mm -hmm. Well, what are you thinking that your goal right, is? Right, right, right. You know, because then if I can gauge, okay, you want to lose 30 pounds. Well, I lost 30 pounds. So they're looking for a transformation that looks about yeah, like this. Yeah. Um, and it also helps to show what their calorie intake probably currently is versus mm -hmm. like it gives them at the end of the quiz it asks like how many meals they're eating a day how many glasses of water um if they have a sedentary job and if they're um, active outside of that job mm -hmm. and so then it calculates their calories and their protein goal it doesn't do calories and fat okay um but you can kind of do that with something like my fitness pal yeah. and that's another thing that i teach people to do that want to do it yeah um and then it shows them the most important part to me i'm like i don't even care if you look at anything else the most important part is it's going to show you what a day in nutrition should look like yeah, for you. Yeah. And then the next question, the follow-up question is so important because it will be so easy to leave that in their hands and say, okay, now the next step, it's a tennis game. The next step is yeah, for you to hand yeah. it back to me. No, you may not even understand like, okay, I see this, but this is not what it looks like for me. So I ask the question, how does this compare to you, to what you yeah. currently do for nutrition? Nine times out of 10, people are saying, I don't do anything like this. I skip breakfast. My lunch is fast food and I nibble on something mm -hmm. for dinner while I'm making dinner for the kids. Mm -hmm. I don't do any snacks. I barely get any water in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most yeah. people are very malnourished, Yeah. you know, and we don't think that until it gets to a point where our bodies are symptomatically malnourished, yeah. you know what I mean? But it, it manifests in so many different ways and people don't even notice yeah. it. Like yeah. the foggy brain, the fatigue, the anxiety, the depression yeah. Yeah. that wasn't there in your even 20s. Even just like negativity, just feeling like moody, yeah. being in a bad mood. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the beginning steps of what I try to do for somebody that, because what people will do is say, I want to lose weight. Do you have a pill? Do you have a, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a workout program? And I'm like, it's, it's, it's full, like it's all inclusive. It's, it's yeah. like a whole yeah. process of yeah. things that you need to change. Mm -hmm. Yes. Being active helps, but, and yes, 
eating healthy helps, but if you were to incorporate those yeah. two together, that's yeah. where you're going to maximize how, not only how you feel, but how the results that you're getting. Mm-hmm. So I forgot the question, but I think the I intuitive, it. <laughs> yeah, no. So, but that's kind of, yes. I was also going to ask baseline. you that too. Yeah. It's a baseline. So give, yeah, your basic stance then on intuitive yeah. eating and eat, listen to your body. All that is like, that's a really great thing, but it's, to me, that's something you work towards. Like Absolutely. I'm working towards being able to yeah. eat intuitively, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It would be like me. <laughs> this is funny. It would be like me intuitively working out. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And that's such a good point. It's like if I were to go and tell someone who does not work out right now, well, listen to your listen body to your and body. just do what your body says in the gym, you know they're going to be like, they it says to get on, out. They pop on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And I don't say that throwing shade at treadmills. No. I love doing yeah. I love doing cardio at an incline for like 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. It's a good way to get your heart rate mm-hmm. up and get you in Sweaty. the mode yeah. to work Ready. out. Yeah. But that is not like if, if that's all we're doing, then we're not doing anything. Sure. You know what I yeah. mean? Especially no. if our goal is to get stronger, to have that's lean a really muscle, good yeah. to tone up, mm-hmm. all those things. Like there's so many benefits to working out. And I know that you could talk about that no, yeah, but, in itself, yeah. but... Um, no, but that ain't, that's yeah. That's, that's how a I really good it. parallel to yeah. like what intuitive eating is because again, it's not. I don't shame on that, and I don't shame on doing the treadmill. But it's like you said, like if you just throw that out to someone yeah. with no baseline knowledge, Absolutely. like it's not a good, good place to be. Okay, you've kind of hit on this, and we've kind of hit on this in our um, two-hour chat before we started <laughs> the recording. But how then for you? And again, this is like the whole reason I preach what I preach and do the coaching that I do is like. I know that your health and wellness affects every area of your life and every role that you play in your life. So for you, as Brittany the nurse, Brittany the wife, Brittany the coach and business owner and leader and sister and all that, soon to be aunt, like how does your health and wellness affect you in all those different areas? I think for me the biggest way that it kind of can umbrella all of those things is like your mindset and where you are mentally because mental health is something that's so important and people don't recognize it enough until it's like oh my god it's a problem you Mm -hmm. know it doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be a diagnosable problem Mm -hmm. if you are feeling more anxious and more depressed than you are happy and relaxed that's a problem yeah and you know like I said you know vulnerability is something that I don't Mm -hmm. struggle with. Like, I mean, just a few months ago, I was in this space and I found that it was because I was allowing myself to be stagnant in one or more areas of my life, AKA my job that I Mm -hmm. hate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, how it's changed since day one is who I'm showing up as and who I choose to wake up every day and say, okay, I'm going to be this person today. Mm -hmm. It would be so easy to wake up and allow this to bother me and allow this to give me a stank attitude for the rest of the day but no I'm not but how does like what is eating right and doing you know taking your supplements and going to the gym what does that have to do with you being positive at work how are those two things connected for you I mean it all stems from how you feel within yourself and about yourself and about your life and if you feel like you are not moving forward and you're not progressing like progress equals happiness Mm -hmm. and if you are not creating progress in your life you are not happy I don't care how you how much you think you're happy when you turn up on the weekends if you were in that mindset of oh Monday sucks and Friday's the best you're not happy yeah if you're if it's a mean we talked about this if it's a means to an end yeah your daily life is a means to an end I just need to get through this shift I just need to get through this day yeah that's not real happiness progress like is such a big piece of the puzzle in making you feel happy in all the other places you know and that progress with yourself knowing that you did it yourself Mm -hmm. is like yeah okay my last kind of like mentality question would be what would you say is like this is what I want people to know this is what I want to teach people this is the knowledge that I am super freaking excited to share with people oh my gosh that is such a big question Ah, well knowing you and I let's (laughs) give it a small answer I know for me I feel like If you take the chance, if you take the chance on yourself, like you never know what you're going to stumble upon. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. mean, kind of everything that we've been talking about, like I can't imagine my life not being where it is right now. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine not being in a space where I want to help people preventatively. And I would have never known that this is what I wanted had I not taken a chance and taken that one small leap of faith. And at the time it felt huge. It Mm -hmm. felt like a huge, uncomfortable step. But I'm so grateful that I took it because if I hadn't, 
my path would have been totally different. I could have mm-hmm. never been in this space that I'm in right now. And right now where I'm at is perfect. Yeah. And that's the message that I want to share with people is that there's nothing wrong with where you're at right now necessarily, unless you are unhealth, un- unhealthy. <laughs> well, yeah. unhealthy. I was going to uh, say unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. But too. unhealthy as well, because you know, we make one decision to change and everything can change yeah. from there. And you know, deeper than that and further than that. And like really dipping into my why and like hitting on a, you know, heartfelt notice, like if I had never taken a chance on myself, I couldn't have taken a chance on my family. Like if I hadn't done it, who, whose life, whose lives would be different Mm -hmm. for a worse off way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because I decided to change my health, I gave access to my parents to change their health. And my sister, who's a type one diabetic and my other sister who's now pregnant and having a healthy pregnancy. Like there's so many things that kind of hinge on our decisions to yeah. to do something or not to do something. And um, I think that people don't realize how powerful they can be. Yeah. yeah. And so if you decide to live your best life and, and be 1% better for yourself every day, you're actually doing it for so much more than yeah. yourself. And you really don't even know. You don't. What, yeah. You don't know yeah. who's watching But you. you don't need to know either. Like no. if we get caught up in like, I need to know the direct benefit of yeah. me making this choice or yeah. – what's going to happen if I do this? And it's just like, let it go, sister. You don't know. Like, just just know that it is. I think underlying, we are all here to be connected to one another. We're all here to help one another grow. Like this is a human experience and we're supposed to experience it with other humans. Mm -hmm. Like that's what gives life meaning. Yeah. That's so true. But to helping people see that in themselves and believe in themselves and say, no, you're worth it. That's my real mission, honestly. And that's why I clung to something like Herbalife because I know it has such a bad connotation for people. Like, oh my God, it's a multi-level marketing. Mm -hmm, It's a pyramid mm -hmm. scheme. Like people have said everything under the sun to me about Mm -hmm. it, but what can't be changed is the fact that not only did I give my parents a chance at health and my family in general, but the... Just the ripple effect of yeah. my yes, really. Like to say that Herbalife didn't change your life would be so false because yeah. it changed not only your income, but like your, like gave you a my husband. Mindset. Yeah, like gave you a new <laughs> mindset, like changed your family, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like it literally changed your life. And I know that's such an overused phrase, like, oh, this changed my life. Yeah. Or like this one decision changed my life. But it is so it's, cool to look back yeah. and say, because you said yes to that random yeah. free workout you did not want to go to, like, Look at all of the things that happened because of that. Yeah. And that starts with you saying yes to yourself. Listening to that little whisper. Like, yeah. it's nothing wrong with saying, I'm grateful for where I'm at, but I'm. this is not the end game. This is not where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Like, yeah. there's more for me. And there was a voice inside of me saying, there's more. Okay, so shifting gears then to the, like, technical questions. In terms of people beginning, what is your, like three top tips max for people getting started on any healthy journey, fitness, nutrition, changing their lifestyle. What are three things you would tell somebody just start here? You know, I think it's really important to identify where you're at. That's something that I did that was really helpful because for me, it was not downing myself for where I was, but acknowledging, okay, this is no longer making me happy. Mm -hmm. And then you have to work towards, well, how can I, change this. Mm -hmm. So identifying really what's not making, what's not sparking joy. Like if if it's not sparking joy, then make some changes towards cutting it out, make some altered alterations to, Mm -hmm. okay. So if I know, like you said, if I know that I like this, how can I make the healthy version of this? You know what I mean? And then my biggest, biggest, biggest piece of advice is like, reach out to someone that you know is doing the damn thing. And, And I say that, you know, from hearing numerous clients say, all I was missing was somebody to kind of give me in the right direction and then actually give a shit about the yeah, outcome. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Okay, um, so identify where you're at and then reach out and ask yeah. for help from people. Yeah. Identify where you're at and where you want to go. And right. don't be stingy with your goals. Like, be very specific and believe it for yourself. Yeah. No, like, believe huge. that you can mm-hmm. obtain the goal weight or yeah. uh, believe mm-hmm. that you can get stronger, believe that you can get faster on yeah. your runs, yeah. believe that you can wake up every day and feel happy. And I like know? that you say too, don't be stingy with your goals. Cause a lot of times, and I'm guilty of this too, like oh, we'll just too, set girl. small, like achievable goals. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to be able to run three miles. It's like what I would really love, but I'm too scared to say yeah. out loud is like, I want to run a 10 K and on the journey like, <gasps> to 10 K yeah. you're going to smash. Yeah, three miles. exactly. But like when you set a small yeah. goal like that, it's like, it's only out of fear. It's that's not your, like, that's your, yeah. yeah. Okay. So same kind of strain. What advice do you have for people who hit plateaus who are not seeing progress anymore? Or they feel like they know what they're doing, but they're like, 
okay, now what I'm doing isn't working. What do you do then? Or what do you tell people? Don't be afraid to switch it up. What would you switch up? Well, it depends on what they feel plateaued with. So if you feel plateaued in your, what, your career, your, okay. is that where you were going with that? No, anything. Said, yeah. Just like people who were like, I just feel, or yeah, I mean, plateau is like for me a health yeah. and fitness term, but like That's stuck what I thought too, is yeah. a life term for me. Like yeah. you just feel stuck. And I think that a lot of, especially people in our age category can empathize with just feeling stuck. It's like, again, not feeling like you're making progress anywhere sucks. It's like, I'm not making progress in my career. I'm not making progress in my health. I'm not making progress in my relationships. Like, especially girls, they're like, I'm still Mm -hmm. single. I'm still in this job. I still look like this. It just feels like I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. So what do you, yeah. I mean, any direction you want to take that, what's your plateau stuck advice? So one thing that I really love that you recently posted about, and it's something that Mm. I used to do Mm. is that morning gratitude. I think it's really, really, really important that, cause I know it's super easy when we're not where we want to be, which is like 99% of us. Mm -hmm. We, we may or may not be happy where we're at, but we know that we want more. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to get like complacent and frustrated with where we're at. Yeah. But I think number one, we have to be grateful for the little things because gratitude breeds more gratitude. Mm -hmm. Abundance breeds more abundance. So if you constantly are in a lack state of mind, you're going to stay in a lack state of mind. If you don't feel like you have enough money, you're not going to make enough money because you're not grateful for what you already have in the financial aspect. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So same for everything else. Like, if you feel like you're lacking in the space of relationships, for me, that's a trigger of, well, maybe you need to get more of a relationship with yourself. Yeah. Maybe you need to dig deeper into who you are and who mm-hmm. who you are for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think at the end of the day, no matter where you feel like you're stuck at, you have to dig for more mm-hmm. and figure out why you feel stuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, start your day with gratitude. But then at the end of the day, if you're making a list of like what you've accomplished and you feel like that's a short list, then you got to think, well, it's simple. What would I like to accomplish? Right, right. It's really, it's hard because when you feel stuck, you're acting from a A negative source, Mm -hmm. a stuck place. And then like, that doesn't make you want to do anything positive or like pull yourself out because that's just, I don't know. I've I've talked about this before too. Like negative places cannot breed positive actions. Mm -hmm. So you have to change the source. First of all, like you said, by doing yourself in a mm -hmm. mindset of how you're going to feel when you are unstuck and it's hard because you're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to, it's like, yeah. It's like, I have to remind myself this all the time too. Like growing is a disgusting, messy, not fun process. It hurts. It's slow. And then every time you grow, you've got to start over and do more hard stuff to Mm -hmm. grow again. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you are just wanting to get to this stagnant place where like you don't do that anymore, like you're going about it the wrong way because Mm -hmm. you can't grow and be comfortable at the same time. And you can't grow and not have all that bullshit on the side at the same time. So yeah, yeah, just remembering that like, yeah, a plateau is because you are trying to be comfortable at the same time that you're yeah. trying to grow. Yes. And like, well, yeah, because, I mean, just as easy as it is to say, woe is me, I'm in this stuck place, and I deserve to be here, and I deserve mm-hmm. to be there, but do you really? Yeah. Because a lot of people that, you know, talk about personal development in general would say you are at where you deserve to be at. Yeah. And I know that sucks to say that sometimes, especially if you're, you're yeah. in a bad space. Mm-hmm. Like, But I was at where I deserved to be at based mm-hmm. on the work that I had put in, the effort that I had put forth yeah. for what my goals yeah. were. Yeah. Because Something I wasn't like, willing to get as uncomfortable as I needed sure. to get. Yeah. The bigger the dream, the more uncomfortable you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And something I heard once that like really, again, hurt and like sucked to hear, but also was what I needed to hear was everything in your life that you have right now you you either create or you allow mm-hmm. like this is here because you made it here yep. by the choices you made or you're letting it stay here mm-hmm. so like even and that sucked because it's like well that's not true like if if I was in charge I would be making this much money and I would have this much freedom yeah. it's like then go fucking do it like yeah. then what are you doing it's that zero and it's thing. like zero excuses 100% yeah responsibility. yeah yeah and you can't make a change until you get to that point of mm-hmm. taking 100% responsibility for what you're creating and allowing in your life. And mm-hmm. that, again, it sucks to hear that, but like yeah. until you absorb that, yeah. yeah, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Okay, last technical question, and then we have the fun questions at the end. <laughs> last technical one, um, because I know that you have recently been here and work with people who've been here too. What do you say to people who are like fall, who fell off track? I mean, I kind of don't like the whole like I'm off track yeah. mentality because yeah. it's like if it's a real change, you're not on or off. It's just, it's just part of the process. Yeah. It's just what you do. And yeah. sometimes you don't, but we yeah. all feel like, I mean, I have a client right now who mm-hmm. just got back from 
vacation and she's like, oh, I was so off track. I ate so unhealthy. I never worked out. I need to get back on track. And a lot of people, if they have a trainer, it's easy for them to yeah. get back on track. But some people stay off for so long. And like, again, same with being stuck. It's hard to get on when you're working from a place of being off. Yeah. So what do you do for yourself or what do you tell people who are off track and want to get back on? Mm. I hate the way it sounds too. Because yeah. it sounds like, well, it's not really a lifestyle change if you feel like you're on and off all mm-hmm. the time. But it is easy to feel that way because when we're on track, quote unquote on track, we're in the flow. I have it on quotes on here. We're in the flow. We are doing the damn thing. So it's easy to feel like you're on the train tracks and you're building speed and momentum. And what happens when we feel, quote, off track is we are no longer building on that momentum. For me, what I've learned to do is like look at where I was my personal best. Yeah. We have to allow ourselves to be human. But at the same time, like we do have to be kind of firm with ourselves. Acknowledge where you're at remember why you started and find a healthy alternative to what you're wanting to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like reflect on some things, Mm -hmm. reflect on why you started, reflect on what your, what your overall goal is, your why, you know, that's why. Another thing we do with our groups is we get them to really identify their why, not the, I want to look good in a swimsuit. Why not the, I want to lose 50 pounds because I know I'm fat. Why? But the, I want better health for my kids. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to come home from work and be so exhausted that I can't play with my five-year-old or I just had a new baby and I can't even enjoy him or her Mm -hmm. because I feel so bad about myself. You, that is all within Mm -hmm. that all starts within how, how you're treating yourself with your mental health, with your physical health, with your emotional health. Like, yeah. So I love that. yeah. Yeah. Okay, the last three questions are all tied together. But first, <laughs> what is your definition of health? Like, what is healthy to you? When I think of healthy, I think of all-encompassing, like mind, body, spirit, because I've been on the pharmaceutical healthcare side of it, and it's just not the answer to me. Mm-hmm. For me, health is not what healthcare says it is. Sure. Like health, yeah. health is definitely a all-encompassing mind, body, spirit experience because they all build upon themselves, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. Okay, so then what does being happy mean to you or what is happiness to you? Hmm. Well, I feel like we've touched on it kind of I the mean, entire combo, yeah, probably, but, but yeah, I, I think happiness is waking up every day knowing that you have purpose and that you're fulfilling that purpose and you're not just going through the humdrum Mm -hmm. oh I have to do this I have to do that like I get to it's all about perspective and and you almost you have to make yourself sure get that perspective because if you don't then you are going to be unhappy every Mm -hmm. single day okay so then tie the two together how are health and happiness related how do they depend on each other or not for you Boom, we asking the I big question. I know. Well, and again, I feel like this has been like an underlying theme for the entire conversation yeah, for because sure. everything is connected. So for me, it's 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 non-negotiable. Like when I'm working on my health, I'm happy. When I'm happy, I'm working on my health. Yes. And yeah. I'm progressing. Like that is that is my word for 2019, yes. honestly, is like progr- progress. Was it before this? I'm not, I feel not like notably. It, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, did you make a point of that? No, yeah. No, awesome. like now, now as I'm recognizing it, yeah. like it's the undertone of everything. Like, yeah, I think that's a great word. Yeah. Because you cannot be stagnant and really, mm-hmm. truly be happy. Mm-hmm. Unless you are one of those people that's just not recognizing that little voice inside of you that wants more. But I don't even think you can be happy if you don't recognize that voice, mm, you know? Yeah. Like, happiness can come from realizing you're not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, happiness isn't, it's I'm satisfied, yeah. you know? Happiness is like, I'm not satisfied, but I love myself enough to want more. Yeah. And healthy is loving yourself enough oh to want gosh. more, Absolutely. you know? We yeah. get one body. We get one chance yeah. to do this right. And you know, the thing is, as a nurse, I see so many people that their regrets aren't that they didn't make more money or that they didn't you know, the things that we worry about day in and yeah. day out, you know, I don't have the newest car and I, I don't have a house yet. I'm renting an apartment mm-hmm. or whatever the happiness or unhappiness stems from. I had this dream and I didn't pursue it. Mm-hmm. I had this goal and I thought it was too big. So I didn't even try. Yeah. That is the saddest thing ever is when people have a goal and they don't even try like that's, that's considered textbook hopelessness. Yeah. And that is the opposite of happiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think everyone gets to acknowledge like 
if they're in a space where they feel like they're just kind of like, oh, I don't really care. You do care. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're saying you don't, don't care, care means that you care. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. just, maybe you don't even know what you care about, but yeah. that's how you start doing the work. you don't want to care, but yeah. you saying you don't care yeah. is evidence that you're thinking yeah. about that. You know? Well, and I think that, you know, if you, if you aren't even recognizing that you're unhappy, you got some work to right, do. Right, right. If you are getting those urges to switch it up and to change things, don't be scared to. And I think, yeah, I was going to say. The same thing happened to me. I think it's not even, I don't know what else to do. I think even that's a lie. I think it's, I know what uh-huh. else to do, but I'm too scared. It's like, it's not that I don't know what I need to do. I know what I need to do, to do. And it. what I need to do scares me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I think that's a big, like, 20-something lesson, too, is all these mm-hmm. people. I mean, and I, I'm the same way. Like, oh, I'm just figuring it out. I don't know what to do. No, I know what I need to yeah. do. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm too scared to do it. Yeah. yeah. Or to say that I want to do it. But getting uncomfortable is, it leads to so much more than you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. You know, like getting uncomfortable with your current circumstance is the best thing that you could ever allow to happen Mm -hmm. and then embrace. And and, I mean, it all goes back to like how badly you want to grow and Mm -hmm. how quickly you want to grow Mm -hmm. too. Like, do you want to spend the next 10 years working towards your goal or would you rather hit it in two? Let's grow. pumped up are you feeling right now this is honestly like the 18th time i've listened to this and i'm still like all the feels thank you again Brittany. really i know for me a lot of times when the mic turns on or the camera starts rolling i just become a totally different version of myself but you were just so you and so real despite having a recording device between us for a solid two hours and i really really appreciate your time and your thoughts and your energy for this episode Again, I obviously highly recommend following Brittany on Instagram because she shares so much information. She tells really funny stories. She is, just for me, a big source of positivity and motivation, honestly, especially in the mornings. You definitely need her morning snaps in your life. Give her a follow at FitBritRN on Instagram. And if you're not currently a follower of mine, also come find me too. My handle is EmilyJordan underscore coaching, and I'm going to link all of that stuff in the show notes as well as all the rest of my little internet homes too. So go ahead and give those a peek. If you enjoyed today's episode or want to support future episodes, go ahead and rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Share it with a friend, share it on your social media, whatever your jam is to get the word out. That would be really great. I appreciate all of you guys for listening. I love doing this podcast, but it's honestly so much more fun when people actually listen. So thanks for following along, and I cannot wait to get started on the next one. Have a great day, you guys.